What? Why are you smiling? Welcome back, listeners, to to my podcast with Tone. Um, tonight, guess who's back? I told you he was coming back, and this is uh, Julian. Hey, y'all. Welcome back, Julian. Thank you. Happy to be back. He came back with a topic. Yeah, it just came to me, and I, I just wanted to talk about it. Sounds very excited about it. Share some thoughts. So what's the topic? So today, our top, tonight, our topic is God. He wants to talk about God. Like, uh, if anybody got a problem with this, you can just call it your higher power, the universe, or whatever it is yeah, you breathe. It's just like, the word. Believing in. But good orderly direction, uh, a group of brothers, um, really doesn't matter. What you're right, doing. whatever your acronym for God would be. However, for us on this on on the level from Julian, you call it a God for many reasons because that's what yeah. it is to you. For me, uh, I'm open to all spirituality or whatever it is, so I'm okay with the words. Yeah, and I used to have a problem using that word because it has so many beliefs attached to it, mainly like secular, non-secular, Christianity, Catholicism, and, you know, for me, being gay and all of that, it's like, you know, there's a lot of uh, resistance. There was a lot of resistance to using that word at first, but now it's got a completely different meaning for me, so. What does it mean now? What does it look like for you today? Um, It's it's weird because the words never do it justice, because for me, God isn't about ideas or beliefs um it's about experience Mm -hmm. and i i just feel like i've gone i've gotten a deeper understanding of of what it means for me i think god for me can be used um interchangeably with the word love got it yeah what about for you um serenity Peace, power, love. Um, dance, music. I like it. Dance, music. My daughter, painting, running, walking, waking up in the morning and like doing a whole, like my journey, what I do in the morning. Like all of that stuff represents God to me. I honor it. Yeah. honor the things in my life and that it makes that word god tangible for me so those things are in my life so i i honor them and uh it makes god tangible because i show up for all of that mm-hmm. i love it yeah so i think i've had a what you got the pen out for i'm just writing oh I'm listening i'm <laughs> writing i think talking <laughs> The, what, what moved me to talk about this today is I've been gaining this. I've been going through a lot of shifts the past month. Uh, so many shift, shifts that I can't really explain, but I've been, I've been starting to understand the nature of how I experience the world. Hmm. And what I've come to see is that I'm ex- I'm beginning to see that I'm experiencing things through the filter of my own thoughts and beliefs. Um, and to a lot of people that might sound strange, but what I'm beginning to see is that whatever I experience emotionally is always internal. Mm-hmm. And the cause of what I experience is never external, and it appears as it, it appears as if it is. Mm-hmm. So, for example, it appears as if I am upset because you said something to me. That's caused an emotional reaction. But what I've seen is that it's not what you've said that's caused the internal turmoil. It's how I interpret it. Hmm. It's my superimposed thoughts on what you say and the meaning that I attach to it that gives a reaction, Hmm. like an internal reaction. Right, right. And what 
I'm com what I'm coming to see is that we've been conditioned to think that everything that we experience internally, the cause of of what we experience in terms of feelings, is um, due to the external world. Hmm. And what I'm coming to see is, is that that's not true. What was like? So tonight he's like, let's do a podcast. I'm like, okay, why are you so excited about doing a podcast on talking about God? Do you, you don't see the connection? I want, I want, I want, I want you to speak to that. Um, because how do I say this without scaring everybody? You just say it and what was they the get scared. What was the question? What excites you about talking about God? You came in and he's like, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, what is the topic? You said God. Because we think we think that God is, well, I know in like Christianity and Catholicism, we think that God is outside of us. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, is that God is within us. And it's not a thing. It's not a person. It's nothing that you can think of or believe. It's it's uh, experiential. It's a I don't even want to say it's a feeling because feelings come and go, but it's about what's here, what's right now, mm -hmm. what's ever present. You sense it and you know it intimately, but you're you're not aware of it because your mind is always coming. Are you up. talking from experience? Yes. Okay, so that's different because for me when I. When I talk from experience, um, like I said, God to me is tangible. Mm -hmm. What creates that for it to be tangible for me is the things that I do, like from my dance, my child, my bathing, my my walking, my talking. But you're still, I understand what you're saying when you're saying those things because you're still pointing to the experience. Because when you're dancing, it's an you're, in, you're in the moment. Yeah. And it's you could say that that's godly. Like for me, it's, yeah, it's, it's, but it, but it is. I, I mean, I, I like to dance too, and when I dance, I'm present mm -hmm. in my, in myself. I'm not in my mind. Like mm -hmm. my mind is just quiet. Okay. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you, and my other experience has been. I've had those experiences to create this tangible peace to my life. My other experience with God has been me not knowing until afterwards. Like after me, me not knowing that God was in my life until afterwards. Like that was a God moment for me oh. in situations in my life. Things occurred, right? And I saw it as a God moment. I placed it as a God moment. But would you could give me an example of that? Um, if I think about my entire life, like you listen to my podcast, you listen to where I come from, right? Something's been watching me forever. Yeah. Right. Because there is. There is something watching me. And there was times where I was in situations where I was, I put myself in harm's way and there was a God there to protect me and watch me, right? People will say, if they weren't God-like people, that, oh, you just got lucky, right? For me, yeah. um, looking at it a moment like that was a god moment for me really allows me to invite that um to acknowledge to acknowledge that spirit to acknowledge uh all of these things that people talk about when they, in all theology theology yeah, uh -huh. it invites there aren't there's only one god and and there are many different ways to god however in the world, people see God in so many ways. But for me, it was to invite all of those theologies to my life and say, like, that was a God moment for me. Yeah. That saved my life. And that's when I look back and see those situations. And then if I'm in the present moment, like today, and I think about how I respond, how I react, my awareness, you know. Your awareness. Um, yeah. You could call that God, too. Uh, yeah, and how I... Um, how I show up, or what moment, like I'm in the moment, something's going down. Do I let my ego? And I've heard you speak like that before. Or do I let God show up? That's the only, those are the only two choices you ever have, really. Right. In, my, in those moments where things are going down, right, and I can bring my ego in, easing God out, 
or I can bring God in some good mm-hmm. or any direction, right? Mm-hmm. And I can show up. You say you never heard me talk in that moment like that before. No, I've heard you say ego. And as yeah. soon as I heard you say that, I'm like, okay, he's got some kind of awareness. Of- yeah, it's a, it's for me, it's a level of spirituality that I so enjoy that uh, powerful to me. It's uh, a it's an embodiment in a way of being mm-hmm, from the world. Completely different from yes. being identified with ego. Yes. Yeah. So and, even though you still get, you know, you're, he, you're here, so you're yeah. gonna have the experience of reacting to what seems to be happening to you. In the moment. Yeah, which is okay. I mean, we're human. Mm-hmm. We're having a human experience, we're supposed to. Well, I'm a human having experience i'm having a spiritual experience i'm a human that's having a spiritual experience right no but what i mean is that it's okay for you to have those reactions it is okay however the reactions when they're right or wrong or however people want to characterize them like they are uncomfortable when they're not the right moment. Like, oh, no, I didn't say they 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 weren't. I did not say they were not uncomfortable. You know, you can't judge yourself for that because you can watch yourself. Yeah, but what I mean is you're it's innocent. It's not something to condemn. Not condemning, but it's something to learn from something to watch out for. Yeah. A lot of people will wait and learn. From I think it. there are people who are very like heavily identified with their reactions, who could, who don't have the awareness to um to watch. to be watch to watch it because <laughs> yeah. every day I'm like, I wonder what I'm gonna react to today, and I um actually just started taking time out in the mornings to um be present so that I'm aware of myself when those moments happen. Hmm. So like today I was shadowing, I was at the hospital shadowing a PA and there were just, you know, that's why working in the hospital is so hard for me because I feel like I'm getting hit all the time emotionally. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just always getting triggered left and right. That's why I love leaving work because I just get like time to just, oh my God. Cause you know, it can be a lot, especially when you're working in healthcare cause you deal with so many different personalities Mm -hmm. and egos. Um, but yeah, what was I saying? That was why I wanted to talk about it because I had this insight that, um, you know, I'm really starting to experience that I'm not experiencing, I'm experiencing my own beliefs about the world, not the actual world. Hmm. And <laughs> the way that that looks is Everything that you, it's it's a stretch, but I'm gonna go with it. Go for so, it. I wanna hear it. Y'all are y'all might get y'all might fall out of your seats, but um, <laughs> like for example, my experience of you, I don't experience Anthony. I experience my beliefs about you. Hmm. So I can use the example of me trying to contact you and not getting my text messages. Hmm. I spin these stories and webs in my mind about what it means that you didn't text me back or (laughs) that you didn't do this. Like just these wild stories that the ego creates. And, and then I believe it. And then I attack you apparently Mm -hmm. in my own mind. Cause I didn't even actually do it. Cause I knew it was, I knew my mind was spinning. Right. Um, and it's like that didn't even happen, but I created it in my mind. I believed it, but I saw through it, mm-hmm. but I'm only ever experiencing that. I'm never experiencing you. Because you're experiencing that. Because I'm experiencing my own mind. And you said something. Even right now. Right. You said something about ego. When I, For me, when I go into that space, my lore, my, it's like my insecurity shows up. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can and I'm in that. a space of insecurity, right? Uh-huh. Um, and when I get in that space of uh, being insecure about anything, yeah. friendships, relationships, financing, um, wherever I'm at in the world, like if I'm in a place of insecurity, I can build a story. Yeah. That's and those stories become true to me, right? Because you believe them. Because I believe them. But they're only true because you believe them. 
They're only true because I believe them. They become true when I start to live them and put them out in reality. Because you believe them. Because of my belief. Right? That's how powerful belief is. And that's the thing with ego is identification with thought is so powerful that it literally, it's like a spell. Mm-hmm. It's like if I cast a spell on you and you're under my spell, you can't wake up because you're attached to the thought. Mm-hmm. So, like, with you, like, the story that I was running, I experienced, like, this morning I experienced sadness because I had texted you, I miss you, I think, mm-hmm. yesterday, I think it was yesterday, before yesterday, and you didn't respond. So, in my mind, I create a story or a belief of what it means. And when, and like I said, you never experience. You don't. You never experience what's actually happening. You experience. You experience what you believe about it. So what comes with the belief of it? Sadness, mm-hmm. like um, you know, feeling a little low. Mm-hmm. And that's how I felt in the morning. And I just watched my mind like create it. And I had, but I had the spatial awareness to watch it. So it's like, okay, well, if I'm watching this, then what is it that's watching it? There's like a space prior to thought. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if there's something before that, and I'm seeing this thought being created out of nothing, and I'm believing it, is it really, is it really true? Like, can I really believe that that's true? That that can be in any situation with anyone, right? Everything. Everything. Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) You can just be saying, hey, I miss you. I'm thinking about you and nobody gets back to you and you're like... Yeah, you create it. And then the crazy part is, is if you identify with it. So what could have happened is I could have believed it and I could have gotten angry, resentful. You know, if I'm believing... People do that today. I do it too. We all, do text it. Message. we all do it. Yeah. It's it's part of the experience. Right. So I could have believed, oh my God, he doesn't like me. Like I could have just really gone with it and be like, fuck him, like anything, really. No, I'm serious, because you believe it, so right. the feeling comes with it. Like you feel hurt, you right, feel right, mistreated. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's what happens when you believe your thought. I'm not saying that that's what happened because I was <laughs> aware that I was creating that. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because we do this with people. But everybody does everyone's it. Everyone's like, they don't like me. Anymore. But people they don't see. They, they don't know that that's what's happening. Right. They think it's actually happening outside of them. So they really believe that you did. Like, if I would have believed that, I really would have believed that you didn't care because you didn't respond to my text. Right. And I'm going to share this share with, share with this on the podcast. We just I just met up with him tonight. And he was like, Julian, I'm not getting any of your texts. So I sat next to him and I looked at his phone and I'm sitting there texting him. None of my text messages are going through. And in my head, I'm like, I just, I can't believe I didn't react to that because that would have completely changed the changed our relationship. If changed, I believed yeah. it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it would have changed the dynamics of the relationship. Because I would have gone into attack mode. People, but, but everyone does this. this you do it too. I people, when you text people and they don't get back to you, especially if you text somebody an emoji or something like, "Hey, I'm missing you. I, I was thinking about you," and it's just a friend, right? Uh huh. They don't get back to you, and your mind spins. This web happens, right? Or, That's what the mind does. And then you live in that moment. You know, when you think when you're talking about this, you I get think sucked it, into the drama, and that's what I. I was thinking about this whole situation that happened at the uh, the Oscars. I won't get into it though. Mm-hmm. But that moment for Will—that's what happened to him. That moment for Will—he was there, and then the story. But that's why you can't judge it because it's it's like human to it's do human that. To it's do like. It. It's like he was believing God. whatever it was, and he just got sucked into the drama, and you saw it. He got up on the stage and slapped somebody. Yeah. So, and that's what happens. The story becomes true. People get lost, right? And then people start to perpetuate the story. It becomes even real, more yeah. real, and you start to give it to other people. Mm-hmm. The beauty is, like, 
people don't buy into it. The people outside of you and your belief are not buying into it. Well, no, it. because there is nothing. They to don't know. It doesn't exist. It ain't even their business. It's not real. Right. To them, they don't. What is You're going literally on? watching a movie. Yeah. Your own head. Yeah. And this, I, this like brings me to what forgiveness really means. Mm-hmm. So forgiveness is recognizing that what you thought happened never happened. It only appeared to happen. Hmm. So this is going to be a stretch. <laughs> You've been going on some stretches all night. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, he was all about forgiveness. But people misinterpreted what he meant when he said forgiveness. They, what they took it what as was I'm forgiving you for something that you did, which isn't forgiveness. Real forgiveness is un- re- recognizing that you never actually did anything to me. And so no one is to blame. Because what happens when you believe your thoughts is you project it out. So if you say something hurtful to me, it happens so fast. I feel it and I project it onto you. Mm-hmm. So like I use this example today. It's like if somebody calls me a faggot, mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel it as hurt. And it happens so fast. Like you you project it out onto the person. So it appears as if the upset is coming from the person, but it's it's still internal. It's your interpretation of what it means. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me like what? I'm just listening at this point because you you're hitting some some notes about feelings and emotions, and it's like if I pre, if I called out a name, you feel it, right? Right, and it looks like the cause I, is, is you me, hurting because that's how I caused you some harm. Yeah, that's emotional not, harm. That's what it looks like it's because a, now you have a story about what this word means. Yeah. And how it plays out in your life. And it, it happens so fast. Right. It's like a spell. It's literally like a spell. It's like you... Belief is like a spell. You say it, and I believe it in the moment. Mm. And it looks... It appears as if you're the cause. But yeah. the cause is always internal. Because what now you created what the word means. It spins into mm-hmm. what the word has brought into your life. Yes. Right? And how you have taken on this old idea about the word. So now you got to defend yourself. Yeah. And the and moment that you, you defend it, you you continue to hold the belief. You own it. You own, I wouldn't say you own it. It's, you, maintained, you maintain that identity. Yeah. You own that identity. Yeah. And the only reason why you have the, the reaction is because you believe that you're separate mm-hmm. from everything around you so the whole premise of having that um uh, trigger is that you're you're separate from god hmm. um but i don't like saying that because it's kind of confusing but is it not confusing it might be confusing to the world yeah but for you like when we think of when we if i'm just speaking to you if you're speaking to me about if I'm speaking you, to you is different we want if I'm if I'm just saying what I want to say, it's you want your own separate identity. You want to experience individuality. You, I mean you. Everyone who everyone. See, this is the thing right here. I'm talking about you. The word was called to you. Oh, you're you, talking about me. Yeah. yeah. What is the experience for you? So my it, experience is that I'm gay, mm-hmm. and when you call me a faggot, yeah, there's like that that emotional velcro trigger mm-hmm. because my identity is being attacked mm-hmm. because i'm being called a faggot right. you know the beliefs and connotations and meaning behind what it means to be a faggot but the truth is is that you're not actually upset because of that reason no no you i i'm i'm not saying you i'm saying <laughs> me i'll say i okay yes yes i i just so you are when you're listening okay I, yeah i'm I sorry really, that does sound confusing i really i really go to that place like what is your experience so i'm not upset because because of that i'm i'm upset because 
I wanted to experience individuality. I wanted to experience separation. I wanted to experience what it means to be separate from God. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it's always because of separation. It's not never, it's n- and it's never for the reason that you think, but you create the reason to mm-hmm. me. Sorry, I create the reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I create the reason in order to project the blame out on someone to make it seem like that's why I'm upset. But the reason is always the same. It's because I think I'm separate. And what I, what I do is I place the guilt, mm-hmm. the blame and the fear in someone else so that I can make them responsible for how I feel. But that makes you a victim to the world. Yes. Um, so forgiveness is about recognizing that it was never the it was never external that was causing you what you're experiencing. It was always internal. And it was always forgiveness is recognizing that what you thought happened never really actually happened. So you don't have to hold on to it. It's kind of like a release. Mm. Um, you say that one needs to forgive themselves at that point. Well, that's the beauty of forgiveness is that you recognize that when you're forgiving someone else, you're actually forgiving yourself. Okay. Because that, that's where Because I'm... the other person never did anything. So when you're extending that, when you're ex- extending the forgiveness to someone, somebody else, you're automatically forgiving yourself for what why, why, why can someone just say, you know what, I forgive, I forgive me for that. Forgive me. Forgive, forgive me. me. It. Because you you've placed the you've placed the guilt in someone else, you've created it in someone else. So by forgiving the other person, you're actually forgiving yourself because you placed it. I love how the world looks at things. Because I would just say forgive me. But it's the same. There's no there's I no for, difference. I always tell myself I forgive me. I forgive you, Anthony. I love you, Anthony. Right? I tell myself, I forgive you, Anthony, and I love you because my mind is the mind that triggered everything. Right. Right? So it stops me from defending myself with that person in the moment. And I'm watching for that. The key is (laughs) I go all the way back to that just triggered me. I am watching that. And the moment I get upset and start to build this case about you mm-hmm. is the moment I say, Anthony, I forgive you. And I say, you know what? This is going the wrong direction. Thank you. Yeah. I'll see you later. Because I need to stop and watch that. I found it that people, and I ran into a lot of people, start to build a case because of their own insecurities, because one thing triggers another. Right. And it starts to continue to trigger. And then we forget as humans the harm we cause ourselves by believing that sight, like believing that lie and that lie carries me throughout the day. Now I have to build on this lie because now I have to live in ego Mm -hmm. and living in ego means I'm going to build more lie around this lie so that I stay strong. Yeah. But that really just causes more more pain. Yeah. Because you're because you believe that you there's something to defend, but there is nothing to defend. You're not defending anything, but it's the moment you think the moment you think there's something to defend is the moment that you make it real. You make it real. You make it real. The ego Yeah. The ego wants to be wants to protect itself. Right, because it wants its own identity. It does. It wants to exist. And it will do it. And you will allow it as a human. Yeah. Because you that ego is so powerful sometimes. So it's you, very powerful. Yeah, when you speak of that word, uh, any word, anyone thinks somebody lashes out at me anytime they lash. It looks out. real. It looks so real, looks but I just real. and I have that's to, how powerful belief is. Yeah, I have to stop my old ideas. I got to stop my old thinking. I got to stop my in the moment. That's why I always tell people, "Are you watching for that?" They're like, "What do you watch? What do you mean?" No, I was like, "Are you watching for what? How you you are? That's you how watching? you should start off every day." Watching, hey, I'm and here. I've seen you do it. You saw me. I do the same thing. I have, I have to take out to. five days, five minutes out of the day. It's not a moment. You like, let me think. What else? I say, let me uh, think with the Holy Spirit, which just means my right mind, mm-hmm. which just means higher self or the voice of love, kindness, <laughs> I ask, I whatever you want to call it. I don't know. My five minute, my five to fifteen minute meditation. 
my prayers. Like I have a routine. Prayer, real prayer. Yeah, not prayer. The world knows. No, the world don't know my prayers, and I ain't trying to get them to know them. Like prayer isn't about getting. No, and I have to stop. That was just a small break. We good. I'm back to where I was. I always have to watch myself. No matter what. But you can't. Um. You don't have control over it in the moment. In the moment, well, once you start to develop that, it's a muscle. It's a muscle. You must watch it. But in the moment, you, when you have the reaction, it's okay. Yeah, because it just happens so fast. I think it's the best moment ever. I actually think it's kind of cool because it's like, oh my god, like what's going on? Like it's like when you when you gain awareness of it, it's like, oh, there it is again. Here it comes. I'm feeling that. Here comes the reaction. Right. And. You don't have to forgive it in the moment. You can take however long you need to forgive it. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. But what I've started to notice with my shifts, and basically, so basically what what happened was, y'all, I came to this man's house, and I was having these weird shifts, and I don't know why. And I sat down in the chair that I'm in now, and I looked over to the right, and I picked up the book that's in my hand right now, a Course in Miracles, um, and I started reading it. Now, mind you, I had found this book six years ago, and I could just tell it was the truth, but I was intellectualizing it, so it, was, it wasn't it was something that I was experiencing. It was just, it was just up here. Like, I could get it up here, mm-hmm. but I couldn't actually, like, experience what it was saying because mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. But when I read it 10 days ago, I understood what it was saying. And I was like, holy shit, like this makes sense to me. So it's been 10 days and I've just been like reading it like crazy, can't stop. I've been doing the workbook lessons and I've just been experiencing these crazy shifts in my life. Um, like the main one is with my mom. And I'm seeing that everything that ever upset me about my mom was never my mother. It was what I was projecting onto her. Hmm. But it appeared as if she was the cause of my suffering. Mm-hmm. And and I this, this doesn't mean I have, like, I've seen through all of it, because, you know, mothers will always have, mothers will, in the story, mothers will always trigger you, but um, our relationship shifted, and we went out for dinner. We went out for dinner, and I watched her say the things that would upset me all the time, like the things that would just like hurt me. It would hurt my heart, but it wasn't her that was hurting me. It was my beliefs. I was believing my thoughts about what she was saying, mm. and it just like shifted the way that we interact with each other because I could no longer get sucked into the drama because basically what would happen is we would just go back and forth right because we because I would believe my thoughts and we would just get sucked in and I would just we would just go back and forth it was like a screaming match and we went out for dinner and she said something that would have typically like just made me like livid and I didn't judge it. I just let it pass. I forgave it because it wasn't actually happening. It was only happening in my own mind. Got it. So when that happens, it shifts your relationship with people because you're no longer, because when you believe thought behavior follows. So when you're believing that, you know, your mom has said something really hurtful, then you go into attack mode and say something hurtful and you're fighting. You're looking at me like, what is no, that? No, don't say that. I like, hear everything. I, he, let, let me just give you the face. He's like, what? is he okay? No, no, no. I I'm looking. I'm I just want to put some, I want to put something out there. So Julian came over. He's sitting in the same spot he was sitting before. And where I'm sitting, there's books. There's a microphone. There's lights. There's artwork. So I want you all that picture the room that he's in with me where he sat, this is a room where I do all of my art, from music to art. It's like a and, sacred space. And then he's sitting in the same chair he was sitting, 
And there's books. There's the the books I've read from Eckhart Tolle. There's books about there's the Course in Miracles. Like, and then he also saw books by <laughs> did you say biology or psychology, psychology. books? Yeah. You know, there's books that I've read and I studied, right? And I was like, well, there's a GED book, there's an algebra book. He's like, whatever. But he's focused on all these spiritual books. I couldn't believe it. I was like, he has a Course in Miracles. I'm like, what does he know about a Course in Miracles? Right, right. So he's look, looking at So I just start course. picking it up. I just start reading it. And the words make sense. The words didn't make sense six, six years ago. No, and that's what I wanted to get at. You know, I, a lot of the books you see right now is books that I've done, read, Years ago, and I repicked them up. I then have a, a couple books that I've done. One day, my soul opened up by Iyana Van Zandt, and it's a workbook, right? And Iyana Van Zandt, and I've done this. Oh, book. the one fixed my life. Yeah, she has a book. Let me see. Yeah, that. We'll talk about that in All a right. second podcast. But uh, <laughs> but you know, I've done that book, and then I had to go back and do it. A second time around, right? And then I read A Course in Miracles, and I read The Power Now, and then I read some other things about, you know, different art, um, you know, different art authors, and uh, the level of spirituality. It's in here. There is the it's, same. It's, it's, it's the same thing I did. But the thing was, I wasn't living it. I was just. Don't I didn't you? live it before, like you said. I think you're, that's what happens. Yeah, you you read something, you're like, oh, this is great, and then something happens in your life, a turning point, and you try to, yeah, and you read, you pick it up again, it's like, oh my god, you've had the experience, and yeah. then you can relate the experience to what you read, and you're like, I experienced that, yeah. oh my god, and this is how I handle it. So when you were sitting with your mom, and you was watching yourself i was watching my mind and you're like oh my god these are all my old ideas and my beliefs about myself i'm not buying into this yeah and then when you do that you experience love right because you you experience your true nature you experience who you are because who you are is underneath your beliefs right but you can't experience who you are because you're identified with thought because right. of the ego because of the ego yeah and because we like identity and yeah. the ego wants to thrive yeah oh yeah and insecure it wants to exist it wants to exist so my story of being the victim of like my mom's like horrible rage and what, <laughs> you know like that's yeah. my identity but once you see through it it's like you have nothing but love for the other person so now my relationship with my mom is like shifting into something completely different and she's more open. like we went out and she was like hugging on me and just loving me and i never experienced that with her. Mm -hmm. i mean i'd experienced it but there was always like you know don't touch me yeah yeah because i'm believing my story because so <laughs> who's changing here who? i am okay so but the thing is is that when you change the external has to change too that will and that's what i found out is like a lot of people in my life I change, right? They don't. Right. They don't actually change. They don't change. change. It's how I see them, how I listen to them, yeah. how I show up with them. Yeah. That changes, right? And because I, you're not believing your thoughts. I'm not in that, I'm not in that space. And if I show up as a victim with anyone, I become that victim. Because yeah. that's what you I'm to. I, you know, but if I show up as a victor or if I show up as like excited. Mm -hmm. They can't do nothing but be excited. If not, they they're gonna to. leave the room, right? But they have to because they're your reflection, mm -hmm. and they can only reflect you because, right. you know, going back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast, you're only experiencing your beliefs. Yeah. So, even right now, it's like I'm sitting here in front of you. I'm only I'm only experiencing what I think about you. I can't experience anything else. It's not possible. So. You know, jogging pants, sweater, like hair, nose. Like, yeah. what else can I experience? I can't experience anything. I can only experience what I'm superimposing onto you. Mm -hmm. So I'm never. I don't ever really know you because my mind is the filter. But when, when I see through it, I can experience you beyond thought. Mm. Well, I'm a little different with that. Because I experience you and I experience people on a different level. 
How's that? This I can experience you on a on a spiritual level and an emotional level, right? No, I agree. Right. That's how I experience people. Uh-huh. And the conversation, like if if I'm in a conversation with someone, I experience them in that moment, right there with that conversation, them. Yeah. That's me. Because that's how I'm showing up. And if they don't show up in that moment like that, it's not it's not them. It's me. What do you mean? Like, I, I can block how people show up for me. Oh, you can. But that's, well, my experience, <laughs> mm-hmm. my experience is that when that happens, I'm not in touch with myself. I'm not present. But that's no, that's okay, because we go in and out of that. Not me. What's, well, I do. <laughs> I, I'm, I, a, I'm only speaking for me. Sorry, I keep doing that. Yeah, it's okay. And I don't mean to. No, but it's, very, it's perfectly okay. I'm very, like, I still experience heavy identification with the story, so I go in and out of oh. being present. See, that's, that's, that's a level for me. It's like, right now in the moment, I stay present. I'm with you. I'm not always present. I'm always present. And when I'm not present, I let people know I'm not interested. I'll talk to you in a minute. And I'm like that because that's smart though. Because I am because I, I don't want to be. And I've done that with my mom. I'm just like I'm like pissed off and angry, and I know I'm like in my mind, and I'm mm-hmm. like it's not a good time for us to talk because I'm a pop <laughs> And the other thing is when I know I'm not available, I don't show up. I I'm, I don't make plans. I don't meet with people. Because there was a time in my life that I was never present. I was just but you there. Would still show up. I was there. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do that. I don't do that. Don't I? I don't allow myself. Um, I don't put myself in that situation anymore. Mm-hmm. And not because I don't want to be with you. I'm just not present. But it's it's more honest to not show up because you know you're not going to be present, and then Sometimes to I'm, show up and not I'm, be there. And I'm, and I'm inauthentic. I have to be authentic wherever I'm at. So if I'm with you, I'm showing up 100%. And if I'm not interested in anything, I'm not interested. You're not going to get a conversation from me. Mm-hmm. And it's not about ego. It's not about anything. It's like I have to be 100% present to whoever it is because I'm honoring that moment. That experience with us will never happen again. Whoever it is, like I've never experienced this moment with you. And I will never get this moment back. So if I'm not 100% present in this moment, I'm going to miss something because I'm living in the past or I'm living in the future and I'm not right here centered and doing what I'm supposed to do. And that's the that's the thing that I find in life when I'm not right here and I'm here and there, I can't be here with you. No, but that's that's the dream. That's the sleep state. is, And that's how we all, well, that's how I am. Um that's the trick of the mind. It's like a trickster. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it, it, it just amazes me how powerful belief is because it really feels real. Like when you're thinking about something in the past, it's like you're under a spell. It's like you're right here. Like, hello. I'm so glad I got Come technology. Communication technology, I got a way of being that was very powerful for me. It's like um, to be present is very powerful, but to live in the, however, to, so to live in the past or the, or the future and not be present is dishonoring on my end. But the thing is, is that you have to cultivate a practice of that because you can't, like that. this book was a huge big deal for me the power of now mm-hmm. because it's like oh my god like yeah we're we're not even aware that we're present but you you're gonna identify with the story because that's what the mind does and when you do that it takes you out of it so takes you out of it takes it takes you out of i mean you can never be not present but you're in the movie you're in your thoughts you're in your beliefs well i can have a conversation and i about... keep saying you i don't mean you i just no, mean, i hear what yeah. you're saying i can always have conversations about situations yeah but that's you that's that's what i mean you're you need to cultivate not you <laughs> in general but that's what you've done 
And I already know that you've done that because you have that presence. You don't get sucked into story. I can already tell that you I don't, I'm not into a story. The you story blocks not. me from being right here. Because if yeah. I go into a story, I, I, I've been with a lot of people, right? Working with them, talking, doing certain things with them. And they want to get into this story, yeah, right? I, and I'm like, what is the solution? Like, I hear your story. I got it. <laughs> okay, I got it, right? I heard the story. I don't want to go down the road yeah, of the, the story. Yeah, because the story isn't going to take you Because the story, if you go down the road, if I go down that road with the story with you, we'll I never am, find the will never go to the solution. Because that's not where the answer is. So t- you told me your story. Let's get over here, right? <laughs> Let's get right here. Yeah, so you already know what you're doing. Yeah, I want to go right here. But it takes it takes practice to do that. It takes an open mind. Yeah. It takes a... Um, you can't just be present because the ego's job is to pull you out of the present. That it, you, The ego exists outside of presence. It exists in belief. Mm-hmm. It exists in past and future. It exists in time. Mm-hmm. This moment, it doesn't exist in this moment because you're just... It's like you're just present. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like when you're talking to somebody, and I, I experienced the same thing when I, and it's a beautiful actually, because I don't think I told you this story, but I was in an Uber and I, it was, I was just experiencing this just, but I was so present that I wasn't in my own mind that I could just listen to this woman's, she was just telling me her, her life story. And she was only telling it to me because I was present. Like I wasn't in, because you know, like there's like a block. So like when you're in your own mind, you're disconnected from other people. But Mm -hmm. I was present. So I was available to listen to her story about her son and how she lives with him. And you know, how she wants him to move out. She talked about how her husband like left them and moved to Australia and how he's just angry. Like you can tell, like from what she told me, you could tell that he was he was broken about it and he didn't know how to get past it. And I was just like, well, you first of all, you need to stop babying him because he's never going to, because she, you know, she would give him money for rent and stuff or like to do stuff. And he's 26. And I'm like, he's 26 years old. You need to like, you know, you need to be a little bit more stern with him because if you keep babying him, he's never going to, he's going to continue to rely on you. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's clearly broken about his dad. Like, I could just, you can just tell like what kind of story he's running with in his mind about his dad. And, you know, we just had a conversation about it, but I couldn't have had it had I not been present because I would have been in my own story. Like, oh, yeah. oh my God, this woman is <laughs> talking. I just want to get out of this Uber. Like, <laughs> fuck, I fucking hate Ubers. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was just present. Oh, so yeah. I listened to her and I was very kind and i'm like it's okay like you you're gonna be okay like i wish you luck like you can do this you but know? did you notice that she was more open to having because more, i was present. you were present yeah completely. and that's the thing about that's what i learned it's like when i am present people are open they have to, to have to, to come and have those conversations yeah. and uh they're they're ready you mm-hmm. know they're not in this because they fixed can feel mindset it. people in fixed mindsets like they don't change right yeah, and, that's and was, you can tell when people are like yeah, that. Yeah, and being open with someone is like allowing them to do that. That's honoring that person. Yeah. And it goes all the way back to me when you talk about God. It's like seeing God in other people, honoring them to have the conversation well, to and giving them that moment. That's what I mean when I talk about forgiveness. So you're rec- you said you're recognizing the God in other people. When you say that, you're saying that we're not separate. Mm-hmm. we're having we're having an experience of separation because we want to experience we i want to experience individuality i want to experience what it feels like to be to have my own existence but in reality in truth god oneness like no one is actually separate from one another we're just having an experience of separation and when you're present you like tap into you tap into it it's like you're in a it's so weird too it's it's like you're it's literally like you're turning the the what is it called the radio channel like you're turning the channel Mm -hmm. to a different frequency Yeah, yeah it's so weird so like i was watching it happen and i'm like oh my god like she's telling me her whole life 
I'm like, this is crazy. I don't even know her. She was like, yeah, I went to a therapist. And I'm like, I'm like, girl, I think we all been there. Um, but you know, there was no judgment. I was like, you know, I was being, I related to her. Mm -hmm. Like there was no separation. Right. And that's the thing when you say God, that's what I'm talking about. Because I, there's no, yeah. The identities, like. The identity creates this illusion that we're we're separate together yeah there's we are individuality right yeah we all have this way because we're here having right. this experience of right being individuals but when we connect when i connect with people mm -hmm. i'm present because right. I'm, I'm i'm seeking i am actually seeking that god connection i'm seeking that connection with you i'm seeking that because i want to have a real experience i'm not into inauthenticity yeah. Inauthentic experience with people. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me. Either. It does not work for me. No. I'm not a shallow talker. We mm. can, hey, I'm not surface. I'm great. I have fun with people. But if, when you talk about the God piece, I seek it. And it's beautiful. It's the most it's like, beautiful thing ever when you're like, present. And you know why it's beautiful? It's because your experience is the complete opposite. So it's like oh this is reality but it when i what i say when i mean that is it's like oh my god we're not actually separate but it appears as if we are because we desire separation right we desire individuality yeah. only we don't truth be told we think we, we really want to be connected to something and right. people right and for me what i found out is that um you were talking about the word faggot and someone calling you that mm -hmm. And, you know, whenever someone calls me any name or do it, I want to separate myself. I want to remove but that just, myself but that just to keeps, find my own identity. But that so solidifies the moment you do that. It, it keeps the separation in place because in truth, the person who's calling you that isn't separate from you. Not at all. Not but, if I'm seeking. If yeah. I'm seeking yeah, that, exactly. that, that, that connection, uh -huh. that authenticity, like with your mom, right? Yeah. Uh, when you when you go into the conversation with mom right into the drama the not the drama but just being with mom being right present. being present with mom yeah. hearing her story listening to her go off right but when you connect mom looks you in the eye and she realizes how much she loves you and the whole conversation changes because you changed. have not has jumped change. into because that story not, and that's what this that's what this book is called it's called the course in miracles miracles are um, a shift in perception from yeah. fear to love and what that shift is is when you create that space and that distance from identification with thought mm -hmm. it shifts it has to shift the way that you experience the world because you're no longer experiencing what you think you're experiencing what's in front of you you're experiencing reality as it is Right. And it has to change the way that you relate to it. And when you do that, it changes what appears to be outside of you. Mm -hmm. So your mother no longer becomes your mother. Yeah. Your mother. I mean, what this yeah. thing that happens was between you and your mom. Right? I'm not talking about your mother. But that's okay because the <laughs> people are listening. So it's like, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, guys. It's just so easy to say your mother. You and your mom. My and mother. My, my thing was looking, getting you to see that how you became present mm -hmm. and how it changed All for you and her at the same time. Yeah. It, she hugged you. You're she laughing. Hugged me at the concert. Before she her was story was before she had a story yeah. going in that. Meeting. And now we're trying to plan a trip to California. You see, what and like, then it's what? the other thing you talked about was the call. Hey, I miss you, right? Uh huh. To me. Yeah. Hey, I miss yes. you too, so right? Guys, so hold on go a second. Ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm bringing this all back because it's like um, the connection. I am good over here. He's fine living like so I'm the with one that's you suffering. uh with you there's something happening right mm -hmm. and you got a story i'm identified with story right you i and that's how you and that's where you find your individuality is mm -hmm. right and i can never get caught up in my story because my story will separate me from you yeah right and if i'm seeking uh, authenticity. I'm seeking God. I'm seeking a spiritual connection. 
hey, I love you. Hey, I miss you. Hey, how you doing? I'm just checking in on you. I do this to everyone. I text them, call them. What the hell are you calling me for? I just wanted you to know I was thinking about you, right? I am connecting. Mm-hmm. And I'm being my authentic self, right? Yeah. Right? So I don't expect anything back. I don't you're expect not, nothing. Not I'm not looking to. for I mean, anything. To, right? But, but we as humans, we seek and we want validation. Because we think that there's something to get external. But if you but just what we're seeking it, is us. Yeah, we're seeking you, ourselves. If you give it, I found out when I give it and expect nothing back, I'm doing it because that's what I want to do. you know what's crazy? When you do that, it comes back to you. And guess what? It doesn't come from the person you sent it to. No. It comes from other people. It, comes, it shows up in random ways. Wait, and it's so the that, most and beautiful that's, thing. And that's what's happened. Been hap- ever since I uh, met you, that's what's been happening. I will have moments, and those are... I will have moments where things will happen that I could have never, like, never imagined or planned. Like, for example, I went to Potbelly's and i used apple pay but my phone died and i had already ordered the food and but i was like so pleasant with i was just like open open hearted open mind kind with the uh, manager and she was like oh don't worry about it just fill out this survey like please fill it out (laughs) and she gave me the food for free i was like what and like things like that have been happening to me more and more wow and that's only because you're 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 extending yourself you're sharing yourself you're mm-hmm. giving love you're showing up it comes love. back to you and you're not but it doesn't come back because you're trying to get something it comes back because you're giving yeah without expectation yeah because that's creation that's so God, I... that's the natural state of of reality so when you when i said what do you want this to be about and you said god right this is all about god so when i think about the connection mm-hmm. love right giving love forgiveness right um um spirituality uh, presence present being present meditation taking time out for yourself like remember i described all those small things about god for me mm-hmm. and it made it tangible tonight what i learned is those things authenticity presence, love, forgiveness, being present, giving, watching. There's eight things that I can name that can create a tangible God for me throughout the day Mm -hmm. that I can actually practice eight principles. When I wake up tomorrow morning to be who I want to be, to anyone in the world, I can find God in those eight principles and make and it becomes tangible and you change and the world changes right in front of your face what does mahatma gandhi say i'm not gandhi be the change you want you wish to see that's what he said yeah and that's what forgiveness is is what you said you see the god in in, in and you see that you're not separate so what happens when you forgive someone is you really forgiving yourself because you're not separate from the other person. So you're extending love to the other person and it has to come back to you because they're not separate from you. There's no expectation that it will. And it shouldn't because then that's not forgiveness. It will just, if it doesn't show up or if I get to see it when it shows up. Yeah, you're not supposed to be um, worried about the outcome of what it does. Because if you do, then it's not genuine. So that's why I was wrapping this all around all of those things. Yeah. Because what what I've taken from this, like I, I'm with you, I've developed eight to nine principles that I can wake up with tomorrow and have a tangible God in my life. Yeah. Just like having this conversation and being present with you. Yeah. So there's eight things that I actually can grab tonight, wake up tomorrow morning, go out my door and seek and if I seek those things, to show up. Yeah, I'll seek them because I'll show up that way, seeking it, looking for my God, and it becomes tangible. And that's the most beautiful thing that I've learned is that I can always create the possibility from nothing. Yeah. Walking in here with nothing 
in front of us, we created eight things that we can walk out of here with. And those <laughs> eight things is phenomenal. Yeah. A phenomenal connection with people, spirituality, whatever God you believe in, and whatever, the, path, whatever path you take tomorrow. So yeah. that's what these conversations with me are about. And that's why I love having them because I I love having these conversations. And I love hearing the language. 